Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Perky Elvis podcast with Rabbi Shlomo Kohn, where we live with the ethics of the Torah. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at Rabbi Shlomo Kohn with a K at gmail.com. For this week, we're going to be learning Perek Hay, chapter five, Mishnah Dalid. The mission starts. Asara Nisyonis Nisnase Avramavinu, the Ahmad Bikulam. There, our forefather Avraham was tested with 10 trials and he withstood all of them. To show the degree of our forefathers Abraham's love for God. Okay, so there's 10 tests that Avraham Avinu had, that Abraham had, and that was in order to show his love for God. Now, this just to get an idea before we dive deeper into the Mishnah. What were the 10 tests of Avram Avinu? It's well known the Torah talks about the different challenges Avram Avinu had. God sent him these tests in order to, to make him better and to improve him and to show him how much he loved him. Now, starting, starting with the first, let's, let's go through the 10 tests. Now, it happens to be there's different interpretations or there's different understandings as to what were the 10 tests, but we're going to take this opinion. Abraham was tested with 10 trials. Abraham's faith in God was put under stress 10 times. The commentators dif differ on the precise identity of the 10 trials for more than 10 incidents in Abraham's life could be so designated. So according to the Avos Reb Nassim, he was tested as follows. Twice he had to move when God commanded him to leave from his homeland. And, um, and he was forced to go to Egypt in the face of a famine. Twice in connection with his two sons, he had to drive away Ishmael. And he had to bring Yitzchak, Isaac, to the altar. He was tested twice in regards to his two wives. Sarah was taken from him to Paro's palace. And when he was required to drive Hagar from his home, he was tested on his occasion with the war of the kings. And he was tested at the covenant between the parts. He was tested again in Orkazdim when he was thrown to a fiery furnace by King Nimrod. And he was tested by the covenant of the circumcision. So those are the 10 tests, according to the Avos Derab Nelson. As I mentioned before, there's different opinions as to what were the 10 tests. But it seems like, you know, there's there are some that are included in all opinions and there are some that are excluded in other opinions. But that's just one just to give us an idea of the challenges that Avramavinu had throughout his life, which were sent to him by God. And as the Mishnah says, is to show the degree of our forefathers, Abraham's love for God, that by completing these tests, by overcoming them, he was able to show Hashem how much he loved him, that how much he loved God. Now, the first point, which is, which is worth noting, and is a, and it'll be a discussion for this week's Mishnah, or for this Mishnah, is that why does God give tests? And number two is, what are the tests of Abraham? have to do with me in 20, 2021. So two points. 
Why does God give us tests? Is it to torture us? Is it to play games with us? And number two is, what do these 10 tests that we're listing in the Mishnah have to do with me? Right? As I mentioned in past weeks, we're not just listing historical facts in the Mishnah here. We're giving information for us to learn from. So what can we learn from the tests of, Rav- of Ramavinu? So let's start with the first question. Let's start with the second question first. What do Avramavinu's tests, what do Abraham's tests have to do with me today in 2021? Now, if I ask you a question, why are Jewish people so stubborn? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever noticed that? That sometimes Jewish people are stubborn. We're considered, we're called Am Kisheoref, a stubborn people a hard-necked people. What is this that, or where do we get this from, that we're stubborn and we we don't just give in so easily? Have you ever wondered where where we've gotten this stubbornness from? Another question you might ask is, where is it that the Jewish people get such determination to live their life according to the laws of Judaism? Or where do we get the, the Mesiris Nefesh? The ability to withstand the test of time, the challenges of time. Where is the, where do we have the strength to do that from? Where does it come from? Where do Jews get the power to, to keep their religion in the concentration camps, to, to do things under the threat of death and, and uh, you know, throughout Throughout history, whether it be crusades or whether it be the Holocaust or whether it be communism, Jews have given up their lives for what they believe in, for the Torah, for their beliefs in the Torah. Where does this ability come from? Where does the dedication to our religion come from? Where does the love of our homeland Israel come from? How do we have the ability to perform mitzvahs under such harsh harsh conditions. Now, to to answer this question, I first want to talk about, give a little introduction. We all have a physical DNA. And the, the features that we have are determined by the ancestors who are before us. So whether how tall we are or how short we are, or what color hair we have, or how we look, is all determined by our DNA. Now, there's something called a spiritual DNA as well. We all have, just like we have a, a physical DNA, we, all, we also have a spiritual, a spiritual DNA. Now, the spiritual DNA, where does it come from? It does come from our parents, and it comes from our ancestors, but it started, it started from our forefathers, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's a concept called Maisa Avo Simin Labanim, that whatever happened to our forefathers is a sign for the children. That whatever our forefathers went through, the challenges that they withstood and the tests that they faced and overcame went into the DNA of their children. 
that because Avram Avinu was able to withstand the test of the Akedah, of the, of, of the binding of Isaac, and because he was able to be thrown into a fiery pit, that's how Jews throughout the generations have found the willpower and the strength to die for their beliefs, to die for, their, for what they believe in, for their religion. It didn't just come out of a vacuum. It didn't come out of nowhere. It came from our forefathers, from Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The stubbornness that we're talking about, it's not because we just are stubborn, but rather it's something which is it's in our spiritual DNA, which starts from Avraham Avinu. And it's continued with Yitzchak. And it's continued with Jacob. And it's something that is continued with us to this day. Because when we do good acts, when we do things that are good, we do mitzvos. We're adding to that DNA. You know, just like a parent who also has another child, a parent who has a child adding to the existing DNA that he has, and every generation, so on and so forth, they're adding to that DNA. So too spiritually, when a parent does a mitzvah or learns Torah or does good things, they're adding to the spiritual DNA of their children and they're giving, them, they're giving them the traits that they need to be more resilient and to, to be strong in their religion and their, and their beliefs. And it's actually interesting. It's, I've heard it explained to me that this spiritual DNA, it doesn't stop. Physical DNA, once a child's born, you can't add to it anymore because the child's its own person. So how could you add to the person's DNA? Whatever the parent gave over, they gave over when they created the child. But now that the child's in the world, they're their own person. But spiritual DNA is different because no matter if a child's born already, a parent's good deeds and learning could still affect a child in a good way. So it's something we should keep in mind. Question number two. Now to answer our, set, our, our other question. What is the point of tests? Why does God give us tests? Is it to play with us? Is it to make us, you know, to torture us? What's the reason? Why do we have it hard sometimes? Why is there challenges we have to face? Things that are hard for us to do that we know is the right thing to do, but it's not easy for us. It's not easy for us to do the right thing sometimes. Why is it that Hashem puts us in a situation where we might think, you know, that we need to do something that might be hard for us to do, but we need to do it. Why do we have to do that for? Why am I in the situation? Why is Hashem placing me in a, in, in a, at a point where it's hard for me to do what's right? And everyone can fill the blanks in wherever they want it for, for their situation. You know, everyone has things that are hard. For some, for some people, it might be doing something that has to, you know, to, to do something that needs to be done. For other people, it might be holding back and not doing something. But everyone has a situation or situations or that they've had in the past that is hard for them. And they, and it's hard sometimes to figure out a reason why, why is Hashem putting me in this place to do this for? So it's a good question. And to answer this question, I wanted to 
to bring it an example. When someone takes a test, what's the purpose of a test? A doctor studying to become a student studying to become a doctor or a, a law student studying to be a lawyer or someone trying to become a pilot. There's all tests that a person has to take at the end of this. What's the reason that they take a test? What's the reason? Now, a regular test is to make sure, you know, it's to make sure you're, to know that you know your stuff and that you're, a pre, and you're, and you're prepared to accomplish. For a doctor, it's to be a proficient doctor. It's to, be, it's to make sure that you know what you're doing. That's the point of the test in these situations, to make sure the engineer knows how to be engineer, to make sure the pilot knows how to fly a plane, to ascertain that the doctor knows what he's doing. That's the reason for a test in those scenario, scenarios. But when it comes to Hashem, when it comes to God, tests, Hashem tests us with a little different purpose. Is that the first thing we have to know is that Hashem only tests us to, he only tests us within our capabilities. He doesn't give us something that's too hard for us to pass. He knows each and every one's us, each and every one of us capability, and he won't give us something too hard to do. So that's the first starting point that we should keep in mind. That if we're in a situation that we need a fix, it means that you have the ability to do that to get yourself out of that situation or to do what you're supposed to do means Hashem gave you ability to overcome that challenge. So that's the first point. But the true purpose of a test, why God challenges us, is to bring out our potential. When a bird is hatching, many times, you'll see that the bird is trying to smash against the wings, smash its wings against the shell. And it takes many times of smashing against the shell till it's finally able to break out of the shell and fly free. Now, one time there was a person who saw a bird trying to get out of the shell. And he thought he would be helpful to the bird. He felt bad that the bird is trapped in the shell and has to get out and is trying to get out, can't get out. And what did the person do? He said, you know what? Let me help the bird. So he cracked the shell and set the bird to go out. But little did he realize that he just gave this bird a death sentence. Because when birds have to come out of their shell, to be able to fly, they have to work their muscles. And they have to work their muscles out till they're at a point where they're able to have enough muscle strength to fly. Part of the ways that a baby bird is able to get that strength is by bashing its wings against the side of the shell time and time again until it gets stronger and stronger and is able to break out of the shell and fly. So even though this person thought they're helping the bird, they really killed the bird because now when they open the shell for the bird, the bird can't fly. And if the bird can't fly, it's going to die. When Hashem gives us tests, it's to work our, our muscles out and to bring out our full potential. God, as I mentioned before, God doesn't give us tests that we can't pass. 
God knows the potential of each and every one of us. He knows what we could do and what we can't do. He knows what we're capable of. He knows where we can reach to. So sometimes in order to bring out the best in us, he gives us a challenge. He gives us something a little hard for us. Something we're going to have to push ourselves to overcome. And when we overcome that challenge, we become better people. We become improved. We work on ourselves through the test, through the challenge, through the nisayon, which is the word for test in Hebrew, we're able to become better people. If you would ask someone, or better, if I would ask you, each and every one of you, I'm sure, have went through a different challenge in your life. Each one of you can think about it, what the issue is. And you've overcome, you overcome different things. Everyone has overcome different challenges. Now, if I would tell you for the challenge that you have overcome, the experience, the life experience that you gained from that challenge, if I would pay you a million dollars for it, would you give it away? Most people would say no. That what they've gained through overcoming life's challenges, the life experience, the better person they've become, that is priceless. No matter how much money a person would give you for that experience or for that growth, you wouldn't take it. Because the growth that you gain through the, the nisoyon, through the nisoyon, through the challenge is priceless and you wouldn't give it away for anything. So you see yourself, you could see clearly how a test could be a good thing. You're right. We pray every day that we shouldn't have to face tests. We say, We pray to Hashem, we pray to God that, you should, that He shouldn't bring us to have tests. But once we have a test that God has sent us, we have to embrace it. We need to embrace it to be better people, to improve ourselves. Because ultimately, the point of a test is to bring out our potential and to make us better people. And it's actually interesting because if the word for test is nisayon, that's the word that's used for challenge. And the root of the word nisayon comes from the word nase, which means a banner, like a banner, like a display banner. Nase, the word nisayon comes from the word nase, which means banner which is something that you raise up, you show to everybody. Because the point of a test is to raise you up, to make you better, to improve you. And really just to finish with this idea of tests is that when people have a test, it also shows that Hashem loves you. And the more tests a person has, the more Hashem loves that person. Because what does it show? It shows that Hashem thinks you have a lot of potential. If a person has a challenge and another challenge, we mentioned there's, there's no challenge which Hashem sends you that you can't pass. The best, it's to bring out the best in you. So it must be that Hashem has a lot invested in you. 
And there's a lot of potential to be actualized in you. And that's why you're getting a lot of tests because it's, it's showing that how much Hashem believes in you and to be a better person, to be a great person. To do a quick review of this week's Mishnah, we talked about the 10 tests of Rav Avinu, how he was challenged throughout his life with different tests. And we had two questions. Number one is, what does the tests of Rav Avram Avinu have to do with me today in 2021? And number two is, what are the point of tests? And we gave, we gave answers. We answered our first question by telling us that the reason why Jews have the ability to withstand crusades, concentration camps, communism, anything that's thrown at us, and we have this ability to stand up for what we believe in, to die for what we believe in is from our forefathers and how we can continue. Just like there's a physical DNA, there's a spiritual DNA and every good thing we do, we're continuing that spiritual, spiritual DNA, improving on it, strengthening on it. So the strength we get from the past and we're using it to strengthen our future. We're also strengthening our future. Number two, what are the point of tests? So tests aren't to torture us. They're, they're to bring out our potential. And we know that we only get tests that we can pass. So when we have a test, it's to raise us up. The word nisayon, right? Nace, banner, to raise us up and to bring out that potential. And we use the example of the bird in a shell to help us understand how something which seems challenging can really be good for us because we all know the experiences we had, we have, we've had in our lives, what we've gained from those challenges and we wouldn't give it away for anything. With that, I'm going to finish this week's Mishnah. Thank you everyone for joining the Perkyavos podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at rabbi at gmail.com. Have a great day, everybody.